With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Millie boys are back in town. Um, This is exciting. Uh, The first post-holiday Millie boys lineup build for week 17. We've got two more weeks of this in the regular season. Um, how's the week been? Maddie, AB, what do you think? What, what's been going on? I saw you doing some puzzles, Al. Yeah, oh, I love yeah. puzzles. It uh, takes my natural anxiety away. I love it. Just helps Puzz- me click in. Puzzles are uh, adult Legos, but they kind of both are available to all ages. I was telling AB the problem I have, I'll do puzzles and Legos all day. Then I'm like, I'm finished and I don't know what to do with the finished product. Right. Like I got to tear it all down. It's like that. That's very, uh, have a hard time starting them knowing that I'm just going to take them apart. What about like gluing them to a table? You could like have a cabinet. Glue them to a table. What are you going to, you got to, you got to dish a Werther's next to it too. Yeah. Extra poly. It's just on a hand crusade. (laughs) What if we find out AB like three years from now, he's just a puzzle enthusiast. Lauren's left. The TV's gone. Yeah. He's just got them all. (laughs) (laughs) He's got his own barn. It's just the the wallpaper is just puzzles. That's when we'll, we'll move him in with us. Yeah, I think we've done our job if that happens. But yeah. <laughs> um, so no, this is you know a good week for everyone. Hopefully, a lot of people got some time off, rest and recharge. I, uh-huh. I had a trip to Boston with a family that um, there was some rest and recharging, but there was also a lot of like, hey, where's my baby Yoda? I won't wear my hat outside. Um, you know, yeah. a lot of that. But it was a great time. Uh, I am glad to be back speaking to adults and. Um, speaking uh out to the the masses that we've we've learned from our demographics are adults as well it looks like you hit your quota in oysters while you're there yeah I, I was 12 in um thank you chatham oysters uh i'll send over some pictures later uh everywhere i asked and i did find a couple at the bar that told us that they were from Cape Cod, right next door to Chatham. And they're like, oh, you know Steve? And I was like, of course I know Steve. Listen to the pod. <laughs> so we picked up two more listeners. Uh, so uh, Hey, brick by brick. Can I expense the trip now? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, write it off. Well, 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 you know, let's ask Drew. We'll get Drew on, and then we'll get ask Drew him. And <laughs> that, that'll get... We'll get Drew on and we'll have Alex ambush him. Um, he won't he won't know that Alex is gonna be there. It's gonna turn into a whole portfolio review for, for AB. Perfect. That's what I want the world to see, my finances. <laughs> oh boy. It'll be on YouTube. So yeah. of course. Of course. <laughs> um, so with that said, we've got a roster to build. So if you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas this year or Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate, Kwanzaa, um, Kwanzaa Boxing Day. Um yeah. We have uh, the lineup that is probably going to make you a million dollars. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I think you you have some some loons 
wounds to lick over the Christmas break. And now you've got, now you've got yep. the left. Yeah. Be. You've, you've, you've lost some in-law. I mean, maybe you've lost some in-laws. Good for you. If you have, if you lost some family, uh, you know, we're here to help you fill those gaps with some money, fill it with cash. So it's an exciting week. Um, there we go. It's a great week. Uh, so exciting week. Uh, week 17, a lot on the line, like in the actual NFL and not in the FanDuel world, but that's going to dictate a little bit of the direction we, we went with a few of the picks. Um, but with that being said, Alex, your pick of the week, let's start us off hot. Yeah. This one's tough for me to put out there, but it's kind of a Christmas gift for Gibby here. Um, I I gotta go with Jerry Judy this week. Gerald. Absolutely killing me to do this right now, but 7,000 in salary. He continues to average eight to 10 targets every week. Even with Sutton back, he's creating separation. Listen, I hate the quarterback throwing to him, uh, uh-huh. but he's still getting him the ball in creating points and targets here. So I think he's the value play this week. Uh, every time I open up the game log for Judy or Sutton, I expect to see like three targets, four targets. Like I just, I've seen enough of their games and this Gibby, this is not even a burn. We're way past that point. I've seen enough of those games now where I'm like, how are they getting any passes completed? But it's a great pick for those reasons that AB just mentioned. Plus um, KC just gets absolutely torched by receivers anyway. So it makes sense. We got to do it. And they're hey, like, Mike, I was just reading, and I don't know if this is normal, but I saw that Russell Wilson has his own office in Bronco Stadium. That's, been, that, uh, that's been out there for, I, I've kept it a secret from our fans. Um, what's, he do, what, what's he doing in there? Yeah. He's just hiding from the rest of the Subway sandwiches. Um, yeah. Dangerous sandwiches. <laughs> and, um, High knees from wall to wall. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to have his room. But yeah. So um, we're, Talking to to our friend Benjamin Albright a little bit. Um, he was going to try and make it, but we we couldn't make the schedules work this week. But um, you know, one of the things that he said is like, "What's the purpose of firing a head coach?" Yeah, uh, before the end of the season in the NFL and college, it makes sense, right? Because recruiting class and transfer portal, et cetera, get ahead of it. Get ahead of it. Um, in the NFL, it, it doesn't usually make sense, and it almost never happens unless there's an Urban Meyer debacle. Yeah. What happened on Christmas Day um, was the fact that they had 20 million plus viewers watching everything go down, and um, and and also that you know there's some pride with the Penner Walton group, like the the new ownership, and they knew that you know. Hackett wasn't going to be the guy. So um, they figured, you know, we got embarrassed 51 to, I think it was 13, 14. I, I had to turn it off, which is rare. It was uh, a lot. It was a lot. Um, so, you know, I think that just accelerated it and had to send a message. And it wasn't about the gate. It wasn't like trying to keep fans in the stadium because that doesn't matter as we've learned, like they make the money off of you know, TV and broadcasting, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's optics. It's optics. You say you off. turned the, you turned it off before the end of the game. Is that the first time you've done that in a while? Yeah. Yeah. Is it uh, safe to assume that you put in a call to the, to the penners to. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Maddie, let, let me ask you this. Would yeah. you prefer to see the Patriots get blown out 51 to 13 or lose by the ways they lost in the last two weeks? 
I've seen them get blown out and everybody forgets, right? Short memory. Yeah. You just move right on. Um, losing with widespread ineptitude and a lack of interest from the fans is tough. You, like to give his point, that those are the optics. You can't come back from that. Like you can't keep rolling that product out. Yeah. I think, you know, like you said, and, and like Albright has told us, it's not a like, it's it's not like a video game where it's like you had 5,000 less fans this week. Like you're going to get less money. To, like this doesn't work that way, but the egos that come into play with these owners and these teams and not wanting to be the laughing stock, like nobody wants to be, you know, Danny Snyder out here. So I think that's probably plays into it, but I, I would rather see my team get blown out randomly than have them just look like this over this period of time. It's bad. Yeah. It can only go up next year, right? There's literally no further like, down. Like, well, I've thought that every single week. I'm like, this is rock bottom. <laughs> no, no. The ripcord, like, we pulled it, pulled a ripcord early this season. And I've just been like, let's just turn the page for him. Because if they get in a world, and this is how we'll, we'll truncate this, they get a coach who has the ability to put Russ, because Russ isn't going anywhere until at least 2025. Like he is mega. Where's the year they can get out of it? Yeah. The, the thing that being said, like the next five owners in terms of uh, like their, their net worth behind the Walton Penner group are like, they combined for the Walton Penner group. So like take crap, you know, everyone else, like they could um, lure a big name. That defense is still legit. The there's a, there's weapons like, you know, Russ, you don't go from being above, like well above average, like he was to the right. worst quarterback in the league. So variance will take him back to a mediocre quarterback. I think he's with, be average. with weapons. The problem is, is all the draft capital they gave up, like having that third pick to be able to plop in like a Will Anderson or something would be really nice. But you know what? That's plenty of Broncos talk for today. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll table it. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you for the lead in, Alex. Yep. Yep. Um, I regret Matt, it already. Were... Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, we're, we're still in the theme right now. Uh, yeah. Maddie, you were, you were in on a, a cheap quarterback, um, this week and yeah. some reasons I was, I was shocked when you, you released, cause we talked about it throughout the week a little bit. And then Thursday morning, we really get into like, okay, this is where I'm landing. Yeah. I, I did some, I did a lot of data digging because I think that's where the difference is here. And I think there's an obvious play at quarterback this week. Everybody's going to play fields. He's still expensive. Everybody knows Detroit is terrible. They've given up 11 QB one games this season so far. And then as you start making your way down, if you're looking for some guys that are going to give you a little bit of variance, um, you could play golf at 7,400, but Chicago sneaky isn't that bad against the pass. And I don't trust the lions or golf. And so you keep kind of making your way down, right? Like maybe you could play Daniel Jones, but even Daniel Jones, his peak has been like 15 points. Yeah. And they're still expensive. So if you go all the way down to seven grand, I think it makes some sense to play Brock Purdy this week for a couple of reasons. Um, the Raiders are a disaster right now, obviously. He's yeah. been consistently putting up like basically somewhere between 17 and 21 points at a very minimum salary. This is a classic, like get open the door for some other guys, but uh, Vegas is, is, has given up 10 QB one games this year, just behind fields for Detroit and Russ at KC. So the defense is in shambles. Vegas has quit on the season. The Niners have incentive to keep winning so that they can lock up a two seed. They can still, overtake the Vikings for that two seed. And it matters the two and the three. So right. 
I think it's a good week to spend down at quarterback. And then if you'll see, as we build from here, the lineup actually took on a really nice shape because we saved that $1,500. So I I think it's a good idea. He's young and enthusiastic and something to prove. So he's going to keep going out there and giving everything this season. Yeah. He doesn't have a job next year. Yeah. He doesn't have a locked in job. He needs to lock in like this backup job or he plays well enough. He goes on a run. He gives a chance. He's got a chance to compete for that job. Like who knows, right? Matt Castle, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So he's got something to play for. He's he offers a nice floor. Like even if you only get 16, 17 points out of him, but it lets you spend up elsewhere, I think it's worth it. And and we were talking you mentioned, you know, they've got something to play for. They play Arizona in week 18, and they're probably not going to end up with number one seed. Um, yeah. you know, they'd have to win out, Philly would have to lose out. Um, so this is the game they win, they can rest some starters, uh, and yeah. We talked about that with running backs specifically because we were trying to figure out a way to get um, Christian McCaffrey in the lineup. And, you know, he's he's always questionable, as Alex well knows. <laughs> oh, fragile CMC. Yeah, he's day-to-day like all of us. Um, and uh, and so we said, you know what, let's let's not run the risk there. But we we didn't back off of you know, what we thought about San Francisco. So with that being said, we went down from 9,500 uh, to 7,700. And I was making the case and banging the table for Travis Etienne. Yeah. Um, he had like a lull and this is kind of his rookie season. He didn't play all of last yeah. year. And and you're going to see that from someone coming back from injury uh, last year against Houston or last game against Houston. I think it was week five or six um, is when he really started to break out a little bit. Um, and he had 13 points, five targets, uh, only 10 rushes. And then he kept going up from there and then got hurt, uh, came back and he's kind of back on that train, 19 rushing attempts, 22 rushing attempts last two weeks, total of 186 yards, uh, six targets, you know, 60 air yards. Um, but it hasn't gotten into the end zone and has fumbled. So, if there's one team that has like everything to play for, it's Jacksonville right now. Um, and it would be an amazing turnaround. So they're yep. going to, you know, go with their studs. It's going to be, you know, they got to win. They got to win. They have to win to make the playoff. They got to win out. So they got to win this week and then they got to beat Tennessee. So and then, sorry, they have to beat, um, they have to win their next two games. They got to beat the Texans too. And then another uh, running back, that I think is kind of like one of our pillars was Barkley, Saquon mm-hmm. Barkley. They're playing the Colts. Um, mm-hmm. an- another like need to win game uh, to get in. Yep. And who else are they going to there? Like Daniel Bellinger and his big neck. Yeah. And Indy, Indy just got absolutely destroyed. That team is a disaster too. And they've given up 16 RB1, RB2 games this year, which is tied for the third most in the league so he's the guy the offense runs through him last time we picked him i think he delivered for us right didn't he give us 20 yeah. points yeah yeah he's every time him, I, yeah i think he's he's been i think we've played him probably three times i'll go through the record books here yeah, and, uh, yeah. But i think he's in yeah he was 23 points last week yeah so it's a good week to spend on those guys like, if you got to make the playoffs and you're trying to make sure that you don't drop the ball so to speak you're just going to feed the guys that you know so i think it makes sense to spend up a little bit at running back but atn feels almost like a little cheap so i like these two as a combo him and barkley yeah and a couple other running backs that we talked about were um kenneth gamewell 
if mm-hmm. Miles Sanders is not playing, he's cheap. Yep. Um, who was the other running back that you mentioned? And oh no, um, we've got the flex. We've got him in the flex. Yeah, I mean, go go talk about him now. Let's talk about him now. Well, Brian Robinson, right? Um, yep. There's a way to beat Cleveland. It's on the ground, um, or a way yep. to you know score points against Cleveland. Um, yep. Do we want to talk about my about Antonio Gibson? Antonio, your cousin, cousin Antonio, cousin Tone is not getting any burn right now. But Cleveland, to your point, twenty RB one, RB two games allowed this season, most in the league by a wide margin. Seventeen is the next closest. So like, he doesn't see a lot of targets, which bothers me. But Wentz doesn't throw to running backs at all. Anyway, he throws to receivers that are or are not open and defensive backs exclusively. Those are his two targets. That's it. <laughs> so if they're going to move the ball a little bit, you know, Cleveland, it could be a, a gross game, but if he goes for 75 yards and a touchdown, he pays off. So we're just following the data there, but yeah, I, cousin tone has not been involved. He has been not in the mix. So Brian Robinson and also hasn't gotten into the ends in the last couple of games and still scoring close to 10 couple fumbles that have, you know, deflated his, his value. So you yep. could easily see those nine point games go to 16, 17 and at 6,900. I think that's the right play. Yep. Um, Alex, you want to take us through defense wide receiver? Uh, who we got left here? So I'll talk about wide receiver. Um, you know, we we decided that we needed to get somebody on that Minnesota Green Bay game, mm-hmm. uh, and there's really only two possibilities to play on the Green Bay side. And really, I feel like Alan Lazard's getting a lot of chemistry right now with Rodgers, and Watson's out. So those two are really the only ones. And sorry, when I say Watson's out, he didn't practice again today. All signs yeah. leading to he's not going to play. Uh, yeah. So we're making that assumption. And assuming Watson doesn't suit up, Lazard's the guy that week. Uh, you know, that defense is going to let up a lot of points. So it's got to come from one of two people on that team. Yep. Yep. And I think, don't the Packers have an outside shot at sneaking into the playoffs still? Oh, yeah. They're they're not in the driver's seat. But if they win this, if they win out, they're in pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so all the NFC East games against each other, and Rogers only trusts basically one guy, and it's Lazard. So, and they didn't they they refuse. I don't know what they're doing. They refuse to use Jones properly. I, I don't have any idea what that offense identity is, but I know that there's Watson to AB's point didn't practice today. Hip, he's if you don't practice on Thursday, it's very unlikely that you're playing. Like it's it's almost, and even if it does, it kind of feels like he won't be a focal point. So. Let's go with the guy who's shown that he can get double-digit targets. Minnesota's terrible. Why not? That happens. His personality is basically the same as Rogers. It's just unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. I have a suggestion to fix the offense. Oh, in is ayahuasca? Is is it uh, is it Pisaccia? <laughs> well, no, he's, he's taking care of the special teams, and more <laughs> important to Green Bay's potential nine-eight season than Devonte <laughs> Adams would be. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, something else that could fix them. Um, and that's according to Peter King. Uh, so oh, bo- perfect. Yeah, I'm in already. We'll Peter King later. Yeah. Um, but yeah. uh, there is a recently fired head coach that used to be the offensive coordinator um, that Roger really <laughs> enjoys. So, yeah, who's he's a, a, di- a dying star looking for a place to land. I call him a supernova. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's talking about Mike McCarthy. <laughs> no, he could go too, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that what do we have? We also have one. Receiver so we got a left. wide receiver left, and we got a tight end left. Maddie, um, you you were like, this is my guy this week. This is my my cornerstone at wide receiver. Yeah, I don't see any reason to go away from Godwin. Tampa, Tampa's got to win. Um, they have to win this game specifically, actually, because if they win this game, they've basically got the division locked up because. I mean, it's it's so gross, but they'd have a two game lead over. The, it'd be over, right? Like they would lock the division up. So they got to win. Godwin's been seeing unbelievable amounts of targets literally for weeks now. I mean, going all the way back to like October 16th against Pittsburgh, which was, I think, eight games ago. His yeah. least amount of targets in a game is eight. So he's getting fed targets. They've got to win. Um, you know, that that team Carolina gives up has given up 16 week uh, wide receiver one wide receiver two weeks season so that's tied for third most lock him in like i'm gonna have him in every lineup it just makes sense like sometimes it's easy just play these guys like he's not even that expensive he's only 7600 like he's he's sitting at a price point around guys like mclaurin and Pittman and cooper and debo samuel like dj moore he he who shall not be named he may be uh he's our new voldemort dj moore we're that's it for him we're not talking about him anymore but yeah godwin's a lock for me he got his week last week. We're good with his week last week. Yeah, yeah, but he just he put us he put you through so much anguish and heartache. <laughs> I just don't like that. So we have we have two running backs that are getting twenty plus touches over the last three weeks. Um, we have three wide receivers that are averaging about nine to ten targets per week, and it, all of them high. You know, other than Lazard, are first or second round picks. Yep. Still young in their career. So like, and when I think about who do you want in fantasy to win one of these lineups, it's an explosive guy that, you know, you see on, you know, the, the red zone channel going off for a 65 yard touchdown. And I think we have five guys that are fully capable of that. Um, yep. And then Brian Robinson too, who I think is kind of like our floor play, um, you know, probably is not going to have more than 15 to 17.5 points but it's 6900 i think that's it's safe bet and i think his floor is 11 um yep. and then tight end is uh this is a dark throw if there if there's ever oh yeah oh yeah um, i michael pruitt um tell me a little bit about him i don't know much about him there's no reason to play him other than so we have to, actually we have two options here as currently constituted because we do have a hundred dollars sitting in our piggy bank Yes. Which actually, you know what? Christmas. It's Christmas. It's the holiday season. Let's make a pivot on let's make a pivot on the fly. Get him out of there. So he was going to be a play based solely on the fact that Arizona is the worst against tight ends this year. I think we had talked in the in the pre green backroom um, about Jelani Woods. Yes. Yeah, he popped a little bit last week. Um, Freak size, speed specimen. Red zone target, red zone target, more involved in the offense. I guess Nick Foles is what well, I think he's he's playing. I guess he's playing quarterback. I don't know if you can call what he's doing playing quarterback, <laughs> but he's going to be taking the snaps. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, this is a guy he could he's got he has a nine target week in the last month. Yard game. Yeah, 98 yards, 14 points. So, like, if you're looking for some upside from a 4,700 dumpster dive, then uh. You know, the who the who's own Jelani is probably going to be our move. I, I love it. Um, yeah, I love the only it. other play I could see in that price range is Gasecki. And I mean, he had a touchdown called back last week, so his mm-hmm. points look terrible if it wasn't for a hole. But you can't trust him. He's, you know, zero to three points every game. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of untapped upside here that, you know, Gusecki probably doesn't offer us in a stinky. Well, like and New England's going to be super busy tying down Waddle and Tyreek. But yep. I, I think the better play is Woods. Yep. Um, yep. I like and it. Also, Teddy Bridgewater won't be able to find Waddle or Tyreek more than 12 yards down the field. Um, yeah. No, he's too much. What's two on concussion 47 at this point? Is he Billy Bob from. Uh, my favorite yeah movie. yeah it's it's bad over Mercy there Blues. that's a tough scenario that's a real tough scenario i mean he's like a feather touches him at this point and he's jammed up it's bad it's bad but yeah he's it's teddy's teddy's not going to be teddy's not going to be opening up the offense and, it, and it's certainly not going to be happening against a team that gets after the, the quarterback like the like the patriots do so i wouldn't be shocked to see 40 rushing attempts um yes um, yeah which even then, you know, if you want to play one of those running backs, you could. But like the pat, the Pats aren't a D to mess with. It just doesn't make. There's not a lot of upside there. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. Another wide receiver that I like that didn't make the cut. Um, a couple actually. Drake London. I know yep. it's a terrible game, Arizona Atlanta, um, but the targets are there, the talents there, and he's he came into the league as a red zone target. They like that. That's been limited, but I think that yep. a little bit. And then the other guy that I really liked at 6,100 and we talked about him and he might end up back in the lineup at some point um, this weekend is Jahan Dotson. Mm -hmm. And I know that the Cleveland Washington game is, is not going to be the most fun to watch. I've seen a few of those this year, Um, but he's getting separation. We thought this might be a Penn state uh, lineup here with Saquon Godwin Dotson um, and trying to figure out a way to get, I'm not going to name a Broncos. So, but with all that being said, uh, Cleveland is the play. Um, we just don't like Wentz uh, at defense. So um, no. I, think, I think that's a safe play. Yeah. He's good for a few picks, maybe a couple of weird fumbles, pick six. Um, I, Cleveland's been kind of crappy since Watson came back. I saw a hilarious uh, uh, tweet the other day. I think it was Mary Kate Cabot was she wrote an article i don't know if you guys saw this it was like watson checked a couple of boxes and like did his first like cold weather game and really like acquitted himself well and then i was like wait a minute and i go look and he was like 15 of 24 for 150 yards and a pick and i'm like oh okay maybe maybe there's opportunities for us to play quarterback at this point in the nfl because that's not what you want right he just survived the game yeah okay good the bar is so low now but (laughs) Yeah, that's just a Wentz play. He's just so, so bad at his job. And there's correlation, as you mentioned, backstage, Manny. We're yep. sticking to that today. Okay, uh, okay. That Robinson, um, despite the fact that we're taking the the Browns uh, as our defense, there's no issue with having a running back play against the defense that you take. Like, you, they're usually not going to blow up for 300 yards rushing or 200 yards rushing, rather, and a couple touchdowns and that's not necessarily going to affect you as a, a scoring defense. You also didn't pick Brian Robinson because he's going to have three touchdowns. You picked him because he's going to have, you know, 80 yards and a couple catches. Yeah. I think you're exactly right. Um, so uh, any, any parting shots here? <laughs> no, this is a great, you know what this week is you asked earlier, this week is the equivalent of the front. It's like every night, every day, this of this week, every year is a Friday night. It's a, it's a glorious year. doesn't matter what part of your life you're in, what age you are. This is kind of like universally accepted as like a throwaway week. And I think everybody probably needs it. So 
Uh, no, it's been a good week. I think this, you know, we came into this with some, some fresh eyes and this may be one of our best builds yet. I feel pretty confident on this one. I think that you guys aren't taking time to celebrate your maybe most, uh, financially successful team from last week to date. What would you, what'd we end up? $20 boys. Yeah. Good point. We should celebrate ourselves. Celebrate the wins. Yeah. It was a $12 week. Um, Change the name now. No more $9, boys. Let's go Giants uh, beat us. But we we scored close to 140. Um, The differences there uh, were... Defense. Yeah, it was really the defense. We took the Giants' defense. They had um, the the Texans that that did pretty well. Uh, Great call on James Cook. Great call on Jared Goff on Saquon, Derrick Henry. No one really disappointed. No fan came really close to disappointed. He did it. He did it. Eight points out of a tight end is a windfall. Yeah. I mean, DJ Moore, even with 17.6, it was just, it was a high scoring Saturday. And, you know, there were a couple little tweaks that we could have made, but nothing that, you know, I I think we would have done differently. So I I can't imagine let's go Giants building that lineup and thinking Gardner Minshew on his first week back is getting me to $200,000 this week. Yeah. yeah. And even that, like at $1,300 saved from Goff, or no, $900 saved from Goff, I don't know that there's anywhere specifically we would have, you know, maybe Devonta Smith for, we couldn't even have done have done that, excuse me. Um, I would have yeah. fought Kamara all day because he has been nothing to me every time I play. I know, I know. And Foreman was not even necessarily a good process play, but it, it I mean. Sometimes those pay off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I think I think this is the week um, we go from the twelve dollar boys. We're making money. We're in the green. Yeah. We're in the green. Yeah, uh, agreed. <laughs> so one hundred forty percent on your investment just by listening for twenty six minutes. Give us a rating on Spotify, Apple. Uh, follow us on Facebook, on YouTube, on um, Instagram as well, uh, or Twitter. Um, OnlyFans. And so I don't think there's that one. We're not actually for us. It's only bears. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. That's Rick's site. Rick funds it. (laughs) It's a pretty good spot. It's not bad. And I'm a little bit nervous to even enter the TikTok uh, world. So yeah, it's not for us. I don't think think your uh, target audience lives on TikTok. No, no. No. it's like that. It's like your nephew that was bullying you. It's just all those kids. We don't need them. (laughs) No, he's great. Like he, I, I, (laughs) I didn't, um, yeah, I, I didn't want to throw him under the bus. I was actually commenting on how how fantastic he was at my uh, despair on Christmas Day. Um, so if he's uh, not listening to the podcast, then he gets thrown under the bus until that. Oh no, changes. he's listening. He's, okay. he's a subscriber. So All right. um, Teddy, we love you. Um, but, Thanks, Teddy. Uh, <laughs> everyone, um, happy New Year! Uh, yep. We will see you back early next week uh, for a great show. Uh, I believe it'll drop either Wednesday morning or, or Thursday morning, and then we'll be back to finish out the regular season FanDuel lineups, which is going to be fantastic because everyone's season-long fantasy lineup or fantasy seasons are done. So um, this next week is chaos. Yeah, yeah it's going to be yeah. fun. So stay tuned. Um, you'll see some content out there on the on the social media sites. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thank you.